There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Gary gets here, walks across the dead ball line, now sprints back for Manly. Up he goes, changes direction. This is Rugby League, folks. Have a look at it. Links up with Cherry Evans. It's still on for Manley. Away from Hess. Kicks in field. Look who's there. Tom goodness! Hello and welcome to the SC Playbook Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Pat and George from Mortgage Choice SCW. I'm your host, Tim Williams. We're in for what is not even arguably the most difficult round of the Supercoach season thus far. There is carnage happening all over the place. Hooker, front row forward, dramas going on, lots of question marks around cheapies. Teams look like they could be playing short, certainly short of quality. Here to work through it with me is 2019 NRL Supercoach champion, Desi Creek. Des, how are you, mate? Not too bad, Timmy. Um, yeah, recovering from yesterday still. Big uh, one? Yeah, not too big, not too big. Um, too old these days to really bend it through. How's the two-up form, mate? <laughs> not as good as it used to be. <laughs> not used as to lucky be an as, expert not at as it. lucky as 2019, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also with us, Quantum CEO, NRL Supercoach Gun, Adam Derusi. Ads, how are you, mate? I'm well, thanks, Tim. Thank you. You might have to change Supercoach Gun the way my side's going. but Supercoach um, player, Adam yeah, Derusi. Supercoach player might be more relevant <laughs> this season, yeah. Mate, your, your best finish, we were talking about it off air just briefly before, but uh, you were 30-odd the year that Desi won it? Yes, I was. I was up in the top 10 for a while, and then Des just, he, was, he dominated. He was too good. He was. Nathan Cleary, <laughs> Nathan Cleary screwed me in the last round. Oh. He got 185, and about 20 teams captained him and overtook me. So What did, yeah, what did, what did it send you to when you went down that oh, last round? About 32nd or 33rd. So I can't, yeah, in the 30s. Were you top 10 before that? Uh, I was top 10 for a few weeks and I was just outside the top yeah. 10. And then I thought I was going to go in and then Nathan Cleary screwed me. Anyway, you know what it's like. It's if you're not first <laughs> or last week, sir. Desi, yeah. if you're not first or second, you're last. That's right, isn't it? Uh, exactly. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, oh, let's get on to last week's uh, scores. How'd you go, Desi? Uh, I scored 11-23. Good so that was with That was with Captain on Turbo instead of Manu, which I planned on doing, but... I don't know, I got spooked after your little social media post. <laughs> saying Desi's going to captain Nainu. Oh, <laughs> Is he hey, mad? you posted it, mate. Then I doubled down on it for yeah. you. I don't know. I don't put me I in this just, one. I should have just stuck it on him. Because, I don't know, Turbo just doesn't look that good, as I was saying last week. Oh, so, yeah, right a bit hell. to chat about. We'll get to Tommy Turbo shortly. That is drama. I got named today. Uh, Ads, how did your side go, mate? 
I got 11.24, and I know that because I beat Des by one in that league, so <laughs> I was pretty stoked about that. Huge win. Yeah. No, so 11.24. So better than the last few weeks, so it was good. I brought in uh, James Tedesco early. Mm. So Tedesco versus Walsh finally had a win, not only yeah. Reese Walsh. Up to now, he's been killing me. Solid win too. Yeah, and I captained Nico, so... You know, it all went not too bad. Yeah, very nice, mate. Kuma Stallions, 1,086 points. Ellie Katoa injury, or HR, I should say, hurt last night. Uh, not the best round, not the worst round. I think it was pretty well on par. Dropped a, a couple of spots to just outside the top 10,000 overall. So not too bad, uh, but hopefully see some more green arrows this week. On today's show, we will go through the key takes from Team List Wednesday. It was this week. Absolute carnage for Supercoach content creators. Those That doubleheader on Tuesday has been a big, big day, the old Wednesday. Beers and break-evens we recorded this morning with the Rugby League Guru. Go and check that out on YouTube or on the podcasting channels. Uh, we didn't have... Supercoach hadn't unlocked at the time. Teamless hadn't come out, but still some good talking points in there. Uh, we're going to talk about dealing with that hooker and front row forward injury crisis uh, between the three of us, all impacted by that in one way or another. The hot topics this week, Tyrell Sloan, the most traded in. I think Robert Jennings is number two. Tommy Turbo, the most traded out. Some huge, huge talking points around those guys. We'll drop our round nine trade and skipper plans as well as a few listener questions to wrap it up for this week. Boys, let's get stuck into Teamless Tuesday. And Desi, we'll start over at your boys, the Manly Seagulls. Tommy Chaboyevich named. Ruben Garrick moves to centre. Let's talk about Tommy Turbo now. What is your plan with him, mate? Because, as you said, he looked underdone last week. But I don't think it's as cut and dry as it looks. Firstly, Manly sitting second on the ladder. They're not going to risk him if he's not good to go, if they're, they're scared of aggravating any injuries. So if he does play this week, you'd have to assume he's you know pretty well good to go. Has a really nice matchup against the Titans at Brookvale Oval. Also, the fact that he's clearly looking underdone and carrying a little bit of an injury, I do start to wonder if he's going to just commit to Manly this season and, and maybe sit out that origin period and tell Freddie Fitler. This is only speculating, but if he sits there and says, look, if I'm not 100%, you know, pick one of these gun centres or wingers or fullbacks lining up. So we could have him round 13 all of a sudden. Where do you sit on it? I don't. I don't think so on that last part. I think Turbo will be playing origin mm. 1,000%. There's no way they're going to sit him out. Um, I don't think Freddie would sit him out, but Tommy is the kind of bloke that if he's not confident he can give his best he could rule himself out. We saw we saw Latrell Mitchell do it last season. So you think that's in, like more incentive to keep him? That's what I'm it. leaning towards is that Tommy Turbo could be available around 13 for us. Again, it's only speculating. It's so far away that it like it's almost irrelevant. See, I saw Turbo this week. He just he didn't look good. Mm. I want to hammer the trade on him, trade him straight out to Tedesco or even Gotho, someone like that. Okay. Uh, Ads, what's your take? I hadn't thought of the sitting out, but I think if the current Tommy Turbo was running around, I don't think they'd pick him because he's not, he's not right, obviously. Exactly right. That's my, yeah, my so thought I process. I actually don't think they would pick him because yeah. I don't think he's ready to play Origin. But uh, I, I was thinking of trading him out this week, but mm. I, I just think I've got problems elsewhere I yeah. might have to deal with. And with, with Manly playing the Titans, like I, do, I mean, he's been limping around on one leg and still scoring pretty well. Exactly. So I'll probably keep him, and, but I might also just... Uh, be careful in case he does get um, dropped out of the team, in which case then I, I might want to trade him there. So I have to have a, I have to have a think. They play Saturday afternoon. It's a bit of an awkward time. So, as you said, we will need probably a backup plan if he is to get ruled out or hopefully he can cover him some way or another. Desi, Ruben Garrick moving to centre. So Brad Parker's out injured. They've got Tui Plotto back on the wing. 
What do you make of this for Garrick? My gut feel says that I, I mean, I don't like it. Less attacking opportunities, but you know, it's not to say that he can't score well at centre still. Yeah, not the best. I'd, yeah, Manly just don't seem to be clicking too well. I don't know the last few weeks. Garrick, I don't know. I, I don't think he'll score that well at centre. I don't think he's played much centre. There's not much to really go off. I think we know he's pretty much a winger. He's mm. Yeah, centre's probably not his best position, but I don't know. That's not to say he couldn't keep scoring well. Yeah, I mean, I think, Ads, you probably wouldn't look to be buying him with the move to centre, but it's not exactly panic stations if you're an owner. Yeah, I think that's right, mate. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't bring him in this week if I didn't have him, but I do have him. And like I said before, I've got bigger problems than uh, Ruben Garrick being named at centre. But <laughs> but I, I agree with Des. Like I think he's. Yeah. He, I'd much rather him be on the wing or at fullback. Yeah, for super coach. Big time. So I mean, we'll see what happens there. If Tommy Turbo does get ruled out, there's a chance he goes to fullback. But as they are a little light on for outside backs at the moment, maybe Ko Weeks just goes straight back there. Time will tell. Uh, no Josh Schuster in that side as well. He's out injured again, unfortunately. So, you know, it might avoid a bit of an A disaster the way he's been going. But again, a matchup with the Titans wouldn't have been too, too bad. Uh, anyway, Hayes Dunster in at the Parramatta Eels. That is likely only for one week with Bailey Simonson out with a HIA. Ryan Madison named on the edge. Jermaine Hopgood starting at lock. Boys, Wiramu Greg uh, gained a bit of interest this week. And again, we'll get to our front row forward plans in a minute, particularly you, Ad, who you are running a little bit short this week. But Greg, obviously, will, is one who, a beneficiary of the injury to Regan Campbell-Gillard, who's out for a, except for a relatively lengthy stint on the sideline. Starting at prop, 234k, break even of 10. Junior Bowlow, he'll be unavailable over the origin period at, and on those three major bye weeks that Parramatta do play. At the price, is he a bloke that you'd consider bringing in just to plug a hole for you this week and hopefully make a bit of cash? Yeah, I actually hadn't looked at him, to be honest, but now you say that, that's actually quite attractive mm. because I think I'm not the only team that's got problems at front row and 234k and if he's got some job security, I'll have to have a look into him. Have you looked at his points per minute and stuff like that? Like, is yeah, he, I think is he's he a good option. 1.13 or 1.14, as I said, like... Such a busy day with lockouts ending and teams dropping this morning. And he doesn't look like a guy who's going to play big minutes, does he? He looks more like probably a not. No, Greg Eastwood type um, build. Mm. But so thirty-three points in thirty-one minutes on the weekend against the Broncos. 26 in base, who's based, based in 1.13 this year. That's obviously in, what, pretty limited minutes, 20 minutes per game. So, look, if he was to go out around one point per minute and he got, let's say, even 35 to 40 minutes, if he could average 35 to 40, could do a job for you. Yeah, and I, th- and I reckon if you're looking for a cheapie to solve a problem there, like, he's, he's got plays those bye weeks as well. Mm. So if, if well, Campbell Gillard will be out those weeks, you would think. Yeah, well, I mean, Campbell Gillard has said at least, very least, that first major bye week Origin one and Bolo out as well. So, yeah, yeah he's a, that's a good option. Solid enough. Mm. Yeah, uh, over at the Newcastle Knights, Caelan Ponga has been named to start at five eight. The Knights do have the bye, I believe, next week though. So you know, you wouldn't be jumping on there too soon. Payne Haas, Ezra Mam out suspended. Uh, an absolute sigh of relief for non-Payne Haas owners, myself included. But, oh, poor old Payne Haas, we won't get into the hip drop tackle too much, but fair dinkum, that's unlucky. There wasn't much in that at all. Junior Totola back for the South Sydney Rabbitohs as a part of a four-forward bench. So they've got three middles there and Cartwright as well, who's an edge. This becomes an issue. We'll get to him in a minute, but it's an issue for Davey Mowali and his potential minutes and output this weekend. Xavier Savage named on the extended bench for the Raiders, fullback in New South Wales Cup. 
Seb Chris remains at fullback. This is good news for Jared Croker, who's been named at centre. Jordan Rapana has been named on the wing in place of Nick Kotrick, who is out with a hamstring injury. Penrith, some interesting stuff going on, Desi, at the Penrith Panthers. So they've got the, the, the Dream Supercoach matchup this week against the Tigers. They're paying about 9.50, the Tigers. But there's also been a little bit of chat around Panthers players getting rests. Uh, we sort of thought that with Isaac Tungo out long-term, that one of the cheap, near-bottom-dollar cheapest in Jesse McLean or Tom Jenkins might have started at centre. Tyrone Peachy is the one, the old blast from the past. The Peach is back. <laughs> He's the one who's been named to start at centre. Taruva has been named despite his injury concern as well. Again, it's an awkward time. This is a, a, a Saturday night game. It's about the fifth game of the round, I believe, fifth or sixth, because there's chat of Nathan Cleary maybe getting rested. Jack Cogger's on the extended bench. So Cleary obviously didn't goal kick last weekend, so there's question marks around him and if they give him the week off, which is obviously very significant for captains. Desi Tyrone Peachy. I can't believe I'm saying this, but... <laughs> 289k, 2RF only at the moment, but if he was to, to play, say, three games at centre with Tungo out, we, you'd assume by the next update, which would be what, round 12 or 13, would get that dual positioning, which is vital. He's cheap, played one game this season against the Raiders, scored 43 points in 22 minutes. I looked at his New South Wales Cup stats this season. They're, they're not bad. He's been played every position. Centre, hooker, lock, all over the shop. He scored one try in his three, four games at centre. Tackle break, 6-1-1 and 4 He's offloaded every game, albeit only one. So the numbers are pretty decent. The Panthers have two really nice weeks coming up. You can make a, you can make a case for him. <laughs> can you? you he can you make a case can. for Tyrone Peachy? Of course what? you can. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course you, you can. can. <laughs> You're talking me. Yeah, mate. I'm terrible. I won't peach. lie. Get around him, especially He's as an early guitar enough. owner. So talk to us. Talk. In, out, do you like uh, it? I like it. <laughs> I yeah. reckon he's at a price you could grab him. Peachy, you never know what he can produce. And against the Tigers this week and then the Warriors next week at Suncourt, playing for Penrith on the left edge, adds he's very playable in your team each. Well, I shouldn't say very playable. He's playable in your team. And there's a bit of a ceiling on him. Yeah, look, he's playable. I, don't know. I, wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't say very playable. No, I, 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 I corrected myself yeah, there'd there. be some nervous times. Yeah. <clears throat> look, but, I think, look, he... If someone brought him in, you can understand why. You're probably going to make some cash. I think that's pretty clear if he keeps the position. And the fact they've selected him in front of those young guys, obviously, he must be playing all right. I would, if he was playing round 13, it would make me more tempted. But I'd, yeah. I'm just thinking, is there someone better at that price like Wiramu Greg? That I know he's not going to have the ceiling of the peach, but you might actually want to play in round 13. I don't know. I'm, I'll have a look at him, but I'm not yeah. super excited by him. I don't mind so the peach. maybe everyone else should buy him. I don't mind the peach. Look, <laughs> job security is the obvious issue there, but it's, it's like if he, for now, he's, he's been given the spot for Tunga, who's out long term. So if he keeps the spot... Yeah, I mean, it's in the Panthers' back line, so yeah. it's, a, it's a handy spot to get. Like it's and not like, only that, yeah. he has a high work rate. He's an offloader. He's a tackle buster. The peach is in. <laughs> He's in. in. <laughs> so who would he be playing inside? Inside. He'll be he'll be inside Taruva there. He'll be on the edge with Luai. He's he's mm. very interesting. I don't mind the peach. Geez, the left edge doesn't look like it did a year ago, does it? Oh god, not <laughs> at all. Yeah, just a little bit different. So yeah, we can 
we're not we not can make a case for the peach. We've made a case we're for the peach. We're on peach watch now. Yeah, <laughs> peach. Look, you'd obviously prefer to wait till next week. But no price rises this week, but as I said very playable. It's in the uh, your back row this week, I think. So one to keep an eye for, and that entire Penrith team. Keep a big eye out for it all week. So there could be plenty of changes in that one. At the Warriors, Chance Nickel Clockstad. He's out with another HR, unfortunately. As is Torhu Harris. The issue here, and we'll tie Ellie Katoa into this as well. Due to being Tohu's injured, actually. So Tohu, I believe it's meant to be maybe an MCL or something. So he, if that's confirmed, he'll be out a while. But Chans, HIA, the believe be category one, which means he'll miss out on 11, can't play for 11 days. The poor old Warriors and the Storm. So being Ellie Katoa, who's also believed to be a category one HIA, needs to be confirmed that, but... They will both miss, Storm on the bias three, but miss this week and then the following week as well, which is Magic Round. So Katoa, you know, he'd be out for, they'd both be out for two weeks. So that's a big issue. At the Roosters, we look at cheapies. Daniel Toohey. Just, just on chance for yep. a second. <clears throat> During the game, they said it was a Category 2, but then he failed the HIA. So I don't know if he's definitely out next week, but I'm assuming, yeah. actually he would be because it was his second HIA this year, actually. He had one quite recently as well. Yeah, he? he had one earlier in the season, so he'll definitely yeah. be out. And to be honest... He could even be out for longer. Like, if you had two yeah. HIAs in space of six weeks, he could be out even longer. But, yeah, anyway. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get more information out on as the week goes on, certainly by sort of Friday, Friday, Friday night sort of thing. But, uh, again, looks like they'll both be out for, you know, the two weeks. Daniel Tupu out with a hamstring injury at the Roosters, got shot there, looked pretty ordinary. Corey Allen comes in on the... It could be left or right wing, but Tupu was obviously left winging for the Roosters. 258k, Desi. It's not a bad spot to be at the Roosters, or bottom dollar, some decent games. Billy Smith also, I believe he returned to New South Wales Cup on the weekend. So you'd think if he comes back all right, he might slot in there for either Momorowski or Allen at some point. But Corey Allen, 258k, need a cheapy CT dub. I don't mind it. Uh, as long as he keeps the spot for a few price rises, mm. then I can get around it. But otherwise, I think there's maybe better options. Corey yeah. Allen's never been the best supercoach player. Yeah, always, he's always like offered so much, tantalised the idea of being a good player, but it's never really eventuated. You'd be banking on him scoring some tries. And I think at the Roosters yeah. he gets that, but you're right, he's never been overly super coach relevant. Tau Tau Moga, one of the most popular trading options this week until he was ruled out in the team list. Scores of like 110 and 98 or something to start the season. Like I was going to say that he wasn't a buy, wasn't a buy anyway, so even with the ridiculous break even. But he's out, so no need to worry about Tauto Moga this week. Over to your doggies, ads. Far out, you've had a tough run. Oh, in saying that, I don't believe there was any injuries on the weekend, was there? I think it's our first game without an injury. Although Andrew Davey didn't get named this week, so yeah. I'm not sure. And he's not named in reserve grade, so I'm not sure. Okay. Well, I haven't heard any reports on that one from the guys, but I don't think we did. Mate. Which is the first. <laughs> Flano, gone. Oluwapu, not naming the 17th, still on the extended bench. Oluwapu, watch, remains a strong one. Josh Reynolds in the halves. Look, nothing too super coach relevant at this stage, but the young fella must be getting closed. I, don't, I genuinely <laughs> don't know. Like, I, you have to ask Cameron Sorrell, though, man. Yeah. I, I mean, look, he's a good young player. Cameron will have to decide when he's ready to play first grade. He's, you know, he's, how many games has he played against men? Like, eight. Eight games in reserve grade, maybe. So, what's the, what's your update there, mate? He's going all right. 
Yeah, no, he's going well. I mean, he's, he's like any young kid. Like he, He's got some strength in his game. He's got things I'm sure he's working on. Mm. So uh, is he a first grader long term? For sure. Is it going to be this week? I don't know. All, all I'd say, I think what I said to you before, I don't think Cameron's played ducks and drakes with our sides yeah. too much this year. So I, And I've seen a lot of speculation. Everyone's saying, oh, this player's named in the, on the extended bench. They're going to come in. Well, we haven't really done that. And when, the, when, there has, when that has happened, I know it's been due to injuries that have happened during the week. So I... I see no reason why you would um, start guessing things are going to happen. Like last week, there was so much speculation oh, about Gerard Skelton and yeah, or G- Gerard Skelton. But the other thing is, New Brown's on the extended bench, and so he's coming back. So if he's ready to go, he might be. Yeah, maybe he comes in in front because New's got plenty True. of experience and covers nine and halves. Yeah, because I, I I don't see Grub playing eighty minutes. So I could be wrong. Just because he hasn't he hasn't done that yet this year, so you would think you need to have a, a backup from there. But I would have thought it might be New Brown, but we'll, we'll um, see. Keep an eye on it, uh, guys. If you do enjoy SC Playbook, all the effort that goes into the site, you can support it by subscribing to our NRL package for forty dollars, or for our full package NRL, AFL, BBL, fifty dollars for the entire year. Gives you access to additional premium articles each and every week on the website. Access to our WhatsApp community, different threads, the game day thread, team advice, the contributor only, the late mail thread, all sorts of good things there. Access to our major unlimited group prize, $1,000 up for grabs for the top-ranked subscriber to win that one. My question and answer podcast where I take questions from the SC Playbook subscribers, answer those, put them out on the SC Playbook channels. To do so, head to the menu on site at scpaybook.com.au and find the subscribe tab there. Guys, quick topic for today. It doesn't have to be a lengthy one, but drama at hooker and drama in the front row. So, Desi, you and I both are running Sonny Luke and Harry Grant. We knew this was coming, but we thought Sonny Luke was probably going to be hopefully going a little better. Harry Grant on the bye for the Storm, turned up in the Anzac Day game there. Sonny Luke only played 25, 30 minutes max on the weekend. You know, you certainly don't feel comfortable about playing him uh, at is your hooker this week, might have to. And then Ads will get to your front row shortly, but lots of questions around that because Christian Welch is on the bye, a pretty front, popular front rower. Payne Haas picked a terrible week to get suspended. You know, Stefano Utakamanu not going great guns, 33 on the weekend, although he looked all right. So people that have, you know, Pele and Moali there, the Bunnies have the four forward bench that will impact Moali negatively. Big issues. Desi, let's start with hooker, mate. We're running Sonny and Harry. What are your plans there? Are you just going to take Sonny this week or would you look to move on Harry early with the buy this week and Origin looming? What are you, what are you doing? It's an interesting one. Um, I think last week I said I was happy to hold Harry through the whole Origin period. Um, it makes sense to do that. So, I'm not, I don't know. There's, there's no one I'd really upgrade Sonny Lu to this week. Like, I'm happy to just give him a trot. He scores 25, so what? Just take it on the chin. Yeah. And go next. You can bulk up your team elsewhere, I think. I'm thinking the same, mate. And provided he, he does play, he should be okay. He's been named, but as I said, there is a niggling, some sort of injury there, I believe. But, so if he does get ruled out, it'll be an issue. But I, I'm the same. The fact that it is the Tigers is good. Hopefully he can jag some attacking stats, even if it is in limited time. Look, we might get 25 or 30 points out of him. It's not ideal, but I also, I'm with you, mate. There aren't many great hooker targets at the moment. The one that I would have considered, you know, maybe if I wanted to cut Harry this week with the buy and origin and whatnot, is Damien Cook. But he could play nine for the Blues as well. So there's no one really lighting it up too much. So Sonny Luke, they'll cop it. Desi, what about if Sonny Luke gets ruled out? And I don't want to start any too much 
getting too much fear factor going into that hooker position, but it could happen, mate. As I said, the fact is there's been a bit of talk about potential restings at the Panthers with the Tigers game this week. If they did rest him because of a niggling injury, uh, would you cop the AE, do you think, or would that force you into a trade? I think you cop the AE. If you're planning to cop 25 points from him anyway, there's no real difference. So, yeah, I think you just cop the AE, you move, go next. Give you two cracks at a skipper as well. Free VC loop opportunity. That's it. That's it. Mm. Uh, I'm leaning towards the same. As I said, I just don't really love any replacements. So. Uh, now, Ads, on to front row forward. Your situation, you have Stefano Utakamanu there and you had Payne Haas. You've got Pele and Moali. Very slim on there. So as it stands, we play Moali and Stefano. What are you thinking, mate? You, you've, that's obviously an area you've got to prioritise, isn't it? This is the story of my life at the moment. Yeah. The Bulldogs have had a few front row forward issues as well. So with uh, it's life replicating Supercoach. Yeah, so I think just hearing you guys talk about hooker, I reckon a lot of teams are going to be in a situation where you're just having to suck up a 25 or a 30 from one of these guys. So I'm okay to do that. But I, I think my issue is I've got two. Because I think you, you're you talking about... You don't want to cop two. I'm not confident about Stefano. So <laughs> I think I'm going to bring in um, Joe Tarpanay. So ideally, I'd be able to play Tarpanay and yeah, I think I think Tarpanay, and then I, I think I'd just suck up Moale. Can copies twenty five to thirty. I'm not you, worried about the four. Can you go Moale to Tarpanay <coughs> and just carry Stefano? Uh, th- that's what I want to look at. I'm just going to see now. You're also bringing in Wiramu Greg into the picture, all the sorts of stuff. So yeah. I have to have to have a look at um, my options there. But I think I need to bring in Tarpanay. I need to have one decent front rower. I'm making the same trade, I think. We're talking about it, yeah. I think it's... Stefano to Taps? Not Stefano, but I'm just bringing in Taps. I think it's, you know, Might you've talked him up and off. Might have to be pain to Taps. I was always planning to do yeah. that. Well, that, origin that, and, this, and maybe yeah. and maybe Payne's forced my hand this week. So let's talk about that, because he's one of the most sold players this week, Payne has, and it really surprised me. Uh, but you're thinking about it. Yeah, I am. I mean, I, I think... I think Payne Haas is a better front rower. Well, he's a better front rower in the game. And I think he's a better super coach player. I know you guys haven't debated that one. But he equally, even when he does go well, it's not like he's been punching out 100 plus, right? He, no. They've, they've, they then just give him more time on the, on the bench. So I don't think it's going to be a huge blow to have Haas in that, uh, sorry, um, Tarpane in there a few weeks early. So, yeah, I would have much preferred he didn't get injured this week mm. and I was doing it the week before Origin. But I'm happy to go. And who they play? They play Souths. Manly, Melbourne, Penrith. So he misses Souths. Manly, Melbourne, Penrith. Not seeing big attacking stats there from him. So, yeah. So, and that's the gun. thing, mate. Like he's a gun. It's it's been a horror watching him as a non-owner. But he's been outstanding. He's averaging seventy-eight. Yeah. He hasn't killed me as a non-owner. Of course, I wish I had him. I don't. But you're right in the sense that he misses this week. Front row forward is a massive problem there for a lot of teams this week. You're getting a lot of value for him at 757k, so you're making what about 117 grand on the Taffney trade. <coughs> the fact that the Broncos are flying as well, as I said, they've got a tough month ahead leading into Origin. But even if they win a few of those, they'll be sitting top, you know, probably two or three. So around the Origin period, they can play in reduced minutes. They might be able to rest him if there's quick turnarounds. You can't keep playing in massive minutes through Origin period. No. Right? So, I mean, the other the other guy's going well because I've got him on my draft side. So I've been watching him is um, Fanua Blake. And he, yeah, he, Fanua Blake is a very popular trade in this week because he can score a try. I mean, I know he did on the weekend, but he—it's not—that's not unheard of for him. So no. he's—he's he's the other guy at front row who's um, emerging as well, and he's got pretty good buy schedule as well. Mm. Problem for him is around twelve buy, I think. Yeah. So 
I have owned Fenua Blake numerous times in the past, and he always promises so much in Supercoach but delivers so little. Something always happens to him. He can find like just a little injury or maybe a... I was going to say suspension. I shouldn't because I'm not certain of that, but I feel like he's had a few suspensions. Back-to-back weeks of 79 and 102, but he has scored in both those weeks. As you said, Ads, can score a try. So, but 600K scores prior to that of 52, 38, 54. Yeah. Not bad. Look, he's averaging 65. It's not, he's yeah. probably averaging more than Tarpano this year, isn't he? Uh, it'd be about the same. I think yeah. t- oh, t- it's probably like 62 or 64 or something. So, yeah, it's probably just got him. Yeah. As you said, three tries to his name though and a try assist. But, yeah, I think Taps is the play. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go Taps as well. But, but I, I just know because I've been watching AFB because he's in my draft side, like saying I've been stoked to have him in my draft side because yeah. he, he he's actually playing well. Yeah, and then misses round 12 with the bye but plays round 13. So, yeah. that's big. so does Tappany. Mm. Yes. I think it's going to be Tappany for me. All right. Just like the, the the thing that tempts me with AFB is the is the um, point of difference. Like so many other teams will have Tappany. There's genuine upside to him. Yeah. He can score tries. He's got a good offload on him. He can bust tackles. Something always happens though to to AFB. But and again, Tohu Harris gone now, so decent minutes could be a good shout. Guys, for anyone lucky enough to be tying the knot at the moment, you're probably panicking about the cost of the wedding and the honeymoon. Reduce the stress by having a yarn to Paddy and George from Mortgage Choice SCW. The boys can help you get a quick loan without any built-in hidden fees or penalties for paying off the loan early. They get you the best rate possible and they'll have the money within 24 hours. Super easy process. Only needs a message to make it happen. They'll make sure there's no nasty surprises, no exit fees, all with one loan monthly repay payment best of all it's free saves you 129 dollars because you listen to this podcast so mention you're an sc playbook listener when you get in touch uh can't stress enough very very easy to make it happen lots of sc playbook listeners have got in touch with patty and george been stoked with the results they're on instagram at pat and george mortgage choice all one word so flick them a message there if not there jump into any of the articles on the sc playbook website there's an email qr code phone number all that good stuff boys hot topics for nrl supercoach round nine Terrell Sloan, most traded in player this week, $463,000. Desi, negative 38 break even, a really good draw the next two or three weeks. I'll be honest, it surprised me as the most traded in player, but people are flocking to him after two really good weeks, to his credit. Yeah, I think I talked him up a little bit at the start of the year and you guys said you weren't that keen on him, but I think he's coming to his own a bit. You can see he's got the pace and power to, you know, Score super coach points. Um, so I think he'll continue to against the weaker teams. Um, but yeah, just the base isn't good. It's not ideal. Basing 18 this season. He's had, he's had two scores of 15 this season. Like granted outside of that, everything's been above 50. Scores of 85 and 90 the last two weeks. Coming up against the Dogs, Tigers and Cowboys. Plays around 13. Neg 38 break so there's big money incoming. My issue probably adds is, A, I feel like our CT dubs are getting, it should be pretty healthy by this point, especially with, let's say Taruva plays this week, gets the matchup against the Tigers. Your CT dubs should be pretty sweet this week. I would just have zero confidence playing him. What do you reckon? I'm tempted to bring him in. Jeez. I, I, I know, I can't believe it. 
But I look at that draw. Imagine your two trades this week being Peachy and Tyrell Sloan. <laughs> well, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone will do it. It won't be me. But I, I just look at the draw, and I hate to say it because he's playing the Bulldogs. I, I actually hate bringing guys yeah. with attacking upside against your own team. Yeah, Last time I didn't do that, it was Latron Mitchell against South. Look what happened there. But so I hate doing that. But you look at the draw he's got, and just pl- he, he misses one game between now and round twenty, and so he's going to play all those bye weeks apart from sixteen. Oh, I, the, and he's going to make cash. The issue there is, like, if that's what you're thinking, being like, not you're definitely selling him before round twenty because when he peaks in price, look, you, you'd came to round thirteen. They then play Penrith in round fourteen, and then the Bunnies round fifteen. Then have the buy round sixteen. So I think if you're buying him, you're holding him to thirteen, and then you're flipping him straight away. Hopefully, he does enough in that time to maintain his price, which. It's four games, decent games, or five games, including the Dolphins, so he should. Mm. Yeah. It's hard to know, isn't it? Like, his he's best scores there are against um, the Roosters, and he, and he dudded against the Titans a couple of weeks ago. So he's one of those guys hard to tell. He's, he's playing well. He's, he's looking he's, good. He looks like lightning on the field. He's, he's a great player. So I just actually just thinking, watching the eye, I was, always think of him with you, Desi, because you've always liked him. And I watched Did you him. see Desi move like a gazelle up the hallways of blokes' <laughs> yeah, studios? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, but uh, you were so keen. I think you, did you have him at the start of last year? I think. I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then yeah. He, that didn't work out. But he, right now, he's coming into my side. Can't believe it. Uh, Huge I feel, news. I feel dirty. <laughs> but yeah. But I am coming thirty thousand. So make some make some <laughs> moves. Yeah, I don't love it, uh, but look, the numbers stuck up. But you were talking about Tyrone Peachy, yeah. We're yeah, all, but we're, Ty, we're in desperate. Tyrone Peachy's two hundred k cheaper. He is, and in a good team. Yeah, so I'll maybe I'll look at that. What do you yeah. think Sloan's ceiling is realistically? Do you think like ninety odd is it, or can he go? Does he have one fifty, one sixty in him? What do you think? I know he's harsh on the drags, but like if he was fullback for like Penrith or the Broncos or someone, it'd be one fifty plus because mm. he's electric. But at the Dragons, I just wonder how many score lines they're going to put on. Yeah. He's got a big score anyway. 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 Fair question. Anyway. Uh, moving on from Tyrell Sloan. Robert Jennings, the second most trading player, 268K. Break even, neg 21. Desi, one of the all-time howlers of no tries on the weekend that he bombed. <laughs> that far out, that was good viewing. Poor old Rob. Anyway, very popular this week, obviously. The issue I see is that Tessie New is due back next week and will come in on that wing. Plays round 13, money to be made. What do you reckon? No go. I don't think so. Not with uh, injuries lurking. There's got to be sure, surefire guys you can pick up that don't have, like, you know, question marks looming over their job security. Not worth the risk this w- time. Would we go Jared Croker over Rob Jennings at, at a similar sort of price, about 20K more? I think so. I think I might be doing something along those lines this week, okay. bringing in both Raiders players. Ads? I definitely have uh, Croker and Peachy in front of him. Just because when we say plays round 13, he probably doesn't. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Tessie New will come straight back on that yep. side when he's good to go. So I, I think it's a mistake to bring him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. AFB Thurbo spoke about him, spoke about Joe Tappany. Stephen Crichton, Critter, 578k, break even, neg 17. Goal kicked on the weekend for in place of Nathan Cleary there. Tigers match up this week. Warriors the week after who have been injury hit pretty hard. That'll be at Suncorp Stadium. What do you reckon about 
critter, Ads. There's potential origin call-up risk. I don't think he will, but Freddie loves him. He's done it before, so he's a chance. Uh, look, yeah, I, I'd, what do you, what's your take? Oh, I think it's a week late. I think last week, last week I looked and I thought, geez, Stephen Crichton's cheap. I just, yeah. it's one of those things I just suddenly thought, geez, he's cheap. And of course, it's because Wilson, Wilson brought him up in the chart. He was oh, going, he? yeah, well, Crichton's playing so bad at the moment. Oh, I didn't and see that. I was that. thinking, like, he's 500k. I, was I, just I would pay that much. Stats, I saw how, how, how lowly owned he was and then how cheap he was. I thought, what's happened there? But so it was great to see him play well as a future bulldog, but I, I just think if you get him, you're chasing last week's points. I know, I know we get a price bump, but he's not going to be goal kicking every week. No, either. he won't. He's not going to score three tries every week. But I just think now he's just too expensive. Five seventy eight. Gone up nine game one week. Yeah, too expensive now. I'd say the ceiling's there. The ceiling's definitely there, but he's just never really been real. And the fact that I mean. He said, probably missed the, not missed the price because, you know, his next 17 break even, but he's been in a Penrith side the last two to three years that have been utterly dominant. And he's always averaged, what, 60 last year, 49 the year before that, 55 the year before that. He's just never quite been there for him, has it? If anything mm. was to happen to Cleary and he became the full-time goal kick for Penrith, sweet. Straight But in. even then, it's like he loses Nathan Cleary on his edge. Or so if he went to fullback in this side, if, if Dylan Edwards or was if he out, went to fullback, then yeah. he'd be straight in. Yes, uh, boys. Moving on from Krida, Jack Gazuski, one of the most traded-in players this week. Two hundred forty-six k named on the edge for the Cowboys. Break-even negative eight. Not historically a great super coach scorer, even in eighty minutes. He scored forty-seven points in eighty minutes on the weekend. Helam Luke is due back probably next week, maybe the week after for the Cowboys. I would imagine he slot. Either slots in straight on the edge on return or comes back off the bench and goes straight onto that edge for Gazuski. What do you reckon, Ads? Uh, do you, is that how you say his name? Gazowski, Gazuski. Gazowski. Gazowski. Who is this? Gazuski. Uh, no, he's a, pa- he's a pa- pass. Why not just call him the Goz? He's the Goz. Think, yeah. think of Jetski. Jetski. Yeah. Jetski. Yeah, well, he's, he's a pass oh. for. Um, <laughs> Jack Jetski. I think he's a pass for those reasons. Like with Lukey coming back, I think it's too much. Question. It's not like he's a high, high ceiling player. Pass. Yeah, he, he can play eighty minutes and score like twenty points. Yeah. Not twenty is a bit harsh, but like not a lot. So, yeah, not not that keen on him. Uh, boys, let's talk fullbacks. Had a really good chat it out with this guru this morning on the beers and break evens podcast. So jump on and have a look at that to get more of my opinion there and a, a deeper on there. But Desi, you've already mentioned that you're thinking about trading out Tommy Turbo. He's the most traded out player this week. <sighs> Teddy's the ninth most traded in. Reese Walsh is top dollar. Finally had a flop on the weekend. It was what mid to late thirties. It was hardly terrible, but he was due a down week. The Broncos have a tough draw coming up. You know, Latrell is obviously hot property, but he's top dollar. He has Origin looming. I'll start with you, Desi. What are you thinking around that fullback spot over the next sort of this week and then the next four to six weeks? Well, I'm lucky because I already got Latrell, so I don't need to figure a way to bring him in. But thing. For, for people without Luchel, I wouldn't rush to get him in. I don't think he's, you know, that important to get in. He's had a, he's had a good, you know, two, three weeks, but we know he does this all the time. And then he, he go, he'll go cold again anytime. So, yeah, I wouldn't rush to get him in. Tedesco looked better, I thought. Um, was close to a few line breaks. I mean, he still didn't get one on the weekend, which I thought was crazy. <laughs> Um, 
but yeah, still, he, I think he cracked out 75 or so. It's what you want to see. It means that he's, he's gearing up. Put it, put it that yeah. way. So what, you've got Latrell at the moment and who? And Turbo. Latrell and Turbo, and you're looking at flipping Turbo this week. It's a tough one. It's a tough one, but if, it's, if he's still injured, I think you can make the If trade. he gets ruled out, is he gone? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But I think you probably you could probably get away with holding him. Who does Teddy have? I think he has the Warriors. So if you think Teddy's going to go big against the Warriors, I can see why you'd make the move still. Yeah. What What are you doing around that position, Ads? I have Turbo and Teddy. So I brought Teddy in last week because <clears throat> I missed the Reese Walsh train, which just killed my season. But So I've already got Teddy. I thought he was good without being kind of great. So the scores it, will come. They'll have to I come. think so. I think so. I just... I hope so. Anyway, I just I watched yesterday and I thought, am I just being biased because I'm seeing the old Teddy yeah. thinking it's about to happen? Uh, whereas you look at Reese Walsh and he looks like he's going to go through every time he's got the ball. Yeah, kill him as a non-owner. So I've already got Teddy. If it turbo's out, I don't know what I'll do. Actually, I'll have to think of what my options are if it turbo's out. Becomes interesting, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, particularly for you, actually, because yeah. the logical trade if turbo is out, you just probably go Teddy. There's origin coming up and restings over that period because the issue is Sule Imanu there who can both slot into fullback so easily so they can rest Teddy over that origin period. Yeah, it's not it's it's, it's a tough position. I though. was hoping going early that he might <coughs> go big against the Dragons, but <coughs> but me obviously that didn't happen. So I mean seventy five wasn't bad. It helped me beat Desmo one, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was hoping he was punch out one hundred and eighty like he did last yeah. year, so that we didn't get that that beauty. And, and the problem for me in my position is it's not easy to upgrade Turbo to either Luttrell or Reese Walsh mm. because he's just so cheap now, yeah. Turbo. So it's, it's in this unfortunate position. So, so you start I'm hoping he plays. You start looking at players like Gutho, maybe at a pinch, Scotty Drinkwater. I'm just looking at similar prices. Like Gutho's an interesting one playing the three major buy rounds. He's scoring really well. I yeah. mean, he's had one score of sub like 50 or 60 at a reasonable price. So like Gutho's one that... I'm certainly eyeing for the buy period, but I don't really want to go before round 13. But maybe you just Who's do it. Who's the next three weeks? Gutho's the annual buy. The buy period buy. buy. period player, isn't he? So always there. Newcastle, Gold Coast, Raiders, Rabbitohs, then Cowboys in round 13, who Cowboys are struggling and will be have players out due to origin as well. He's averaging 69, one score under 62 this season. So out, let's scrap his 37. That was against Penrith of all teams. Low score of 62, high score of 86. So just very consistent. Well, the biggest problem is he's more expensive than Turbo. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not an easy one, I'll need cash to upgrade Turbo to, uh, to Gutho. So yeah. that would be the problem. And if I'm going to do that, do you look at the trail and set up? Yeah, I don't know. I've, yeah. I've obviously got my eye on Gutho for that, for that buy yeah. period. But we'll see. We'll have to keep an eye on um, Turbo's news during the week. But... That's going to be tough if uh, if he's out. Yeah, I, I've got Reese Walsh there and Turbo, and Walsh is one that I think he's a luxury sell at his price and the tough upcoming run. I'm like, I would like, I think him to Teddy's a great trade on face value. Bank that cash. Teddy has a good run. Broncos tough run, but you're like, there's just not many players standing out in that position. So I think if Turbo were to be out, that'd probably maybe force the hand of going Turbo to Teddy. If Turbo plays, I'm just going to stick with them too. Who, who do you think plays Origin out of Ponga and Walsh? I think if Ponga stays fit, it like it is one hundred percent Ponga's spot. Des, 
Yeah, Pong is for sure. He dismantled us last year. If he yeah. gets through that period fit and healthy... And Billy Slater seems to be talking up Ponga. Oh, it has to but, be Ponga. But geez, Reese Walsh is the form player of the competition. Yeah, Reece yeah they wouldn't say no. They wouldn't say no if Ponga was ruled out cheekily. It makes it last easy. minute. It makes you know. decision easier, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because so. Ponga's the other guy I've got my eye on. But yeah, but if he plays Origin... And the buy uh, next got, week as yeah, well. Yeah, he's not attractive then. Yeah. So, and that's the other thing I'm looking at. Provided KP does stay fit, Reese Walsh plays 13, which is... One, one of those guys going to play round 13. If only you knew which one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Decisions to be made, boys. Eli Katoa. Initially, I had him as a hold. Now that it looks like he'll miss two weeks, oh, I think you've got to flip him, don't you, Ads? I think Reluctant we, sell. I, I think we have to, mate. Yeah. Two, two weeks at this point is just... Too much in teams when you're starting guys like Yuta Kamano and stuff. Yeah. So I think he's going to have to be one of the players I sell. Christian Welch is the fifth most traded. It's insane. Uh, yeah, I mean, the bot again around people struggling front row forward. Do we think Christian Welch plays Origin or do you think he's a number through that period? The, there's so many forwards in the Maroons, but he's a bit of a beloved one up there, isn't he? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I can't see him playing Origin though. I know he's he's a great player, but geez, they've got a few options at front so row. Like, like Big Tino's going to be in front of him. Lindsay yeah. Collins will be in front of him. I would think Ruben Cotter. Mm-hmm. I would think Tom Gilbert. Like he's a younger. Yeah, you add in yeah, Tom Gilbert, someone like Dave Fafida, who's playing his way back into contention, could play as a middle. Playing well, and like yeah. people are not even talking about him for Origin. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I I don't see Welsh playing, but but you never know with the Queenslanders. They do pick guys on character and history, but. I, I just think if you got him, why would you sell him? Like, he's just been that solid second he's front rower all year. You out, know, it's not like you're getting a heap of cash for him. Yeah. Outside of that Titans game, the blistering heat, which was just a weird one, he played 33 minutes. He scored over 50 every game. In a problem position of front row forward, no one knows where to go. Happy days. Desi, you're, you're pro, pro Welch? Yeah, I think he's fine. I mean, I wouldn't grab him, though. I don't have him, but I've kind of looked at picking him up. Because, you know, you're paying 500k, you're getting 50 points. Mm. You know, it's a fair trade-off. But, yeah, I think I think tops is you want to go up. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you need to bring him in. For, for me, he's like a better version of uh, Stefano in my side. Like that second front row who's just doing a job. Yeah. And Christian Welsh is doing yeah, a better job than Stefano. But if they weren't on the buy this yeah. week, like he'd be a good buy. Yeah. As a, at 490k, plugging out solid scores. But he is, so yeah. irrelevant. Last one there, Josh Schuster, 10th most sold player. People just over him. 271k, break even 32. But I don't know, boys. He's dual position. He plays around 13. 270k. There's no value in the sell, is there, Desi? <laughs> Throw him out. Don't look. <laughs> Give him the old no look yeah. out the window. <laughs> yeah, oh, if, you listen to, if you listen to the podcast, <laughs> jump onto the YouTube and have a look at Desi's no look. Passing out of Josh Schuster. <laughs> Gone? Nah, I've already done it. You've already flipped him. Huh? Nah, no, nah. no, no, no. Nah, um, I, I think I, I'll probably sell him in the coming weeks. It's, it's not, not urgent. Break even of 32. He's around 13, though. Yeah. Ads? I think I'll probably just keep him for 13. Yeah. I think he's, I, and I won't be excited about playing him. Yeah, I'm going to keep him for his 11 points that week. The only thing is, watching him on the weekend, I'm not convinced he'll be in first grade, but anyway. They seem to have made that bed and maybe they're sticking to it. But Get him in the back row for us. That uh, he, he does not look like a 5'8 at the moment to me, but I'm yeah. not um, a first grade 
Coach. Yeah, look, I'll be holding on to him, but yeah, very terrifying play there. Guys, last week's SC Playbook, better multi, got home, Nico Hines, 65 plus, official NRL fantasy points into Will Kennedy try. Kennedy had that covered three tries in the first 20 minutes or something, so nailed that. No unique market this week, uh, just carnage all around. Very chaotic, quick turnaround from the Anzac Day game. So uh, I do like, though, Joey Manu, $3.10, anytime try scorer against the Warriors. He, like, doubles his receipts at 5'8", runs the ball all the time. I think that's a terrific play. If you do want to follow along, you can find the link to better in any of the articles at scfavorite.com.au or in our YouTube description. Uh, if you do want to link up with them by going through those channels and let's better know that we sent you, so it'd be much appreciated. Important to remember, though, that you win some but you lose more. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Fellas, round nine trades and skippers. You've touched on them a little bit already, but Desi, you start. What are your trades for this week? I think it's finally time to get rid of Cardi Party. So, um, yeah, bench this week. Should have yeah. noted that earlier. Yep. Um, you stayed at the party till late. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, yeah. It's well past midnight. And Maddie's here too. <laughs> so, Cardi out. Yeah, Cardi to Tiffany. So, I'll probably swing. One of my front row forward, um, second row forward, Jules down um, and bring types up into the front row. And then second trade, I was thinking of maybe doing um, turbo to Teddy, but I think I need to get rid of Cam Pereira. I think you guys got rid yeah, of him last week. Yeah, cut ties. So I might just go him to Croker instead and get the cash that way. Yep. I like it. So, yeah. uh, Ads, what are your trades, mate? To be honest, I, I haven't really mapped them out yet because I think I'm going to probably use a booster this week. I just reckon I need to... How many have you used? Uh, two. Okay, nice. So I've got, you know, I'm not like a spy who's probably burned them all, isn't he? <laughs> He's burned them all. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I'll bring it in Tarpany. I was looking at Sloan until you um, made me think... Bad mouth him. <laughs> you got me thinking about the He peach. could come out and get 180 this week. For yeah, your dog's sake, I, don't I hope want I'm to. wrong. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want him to. But he could get 180 or he could get eight. Yeah, so I, I think I probably will bring him in. I just think his draw is sweet. I like the, yeah, I like the draw. I like the buy coverage. So I probably will bring him in. So probably him, and, and I and I'll probably boost, and I'll I'll find a cheaper guy to bring in as well. Maybe a croaker or something like that, or a peachy. Or Maybe a peach. Yeah. <laughs> Your peach is second row. You said that. He's second row at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy He's wants dual. he wants yeah. someone to bring in the peach so bad. I can just. Uh, <laughs> I might be the one. Yeah. So <laughs> one, I. He wants other people to fall for it. I'm looking at going. Getting rid of the Katoa boys. Finally getting rid of... Both of them. Both. Isaiah Katoa not getting that try assist where he did everything. One of the great... Criminal. Preposterous. Criminal. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Far out. I couldn't believe that. Like, imagine the age if that didn't go to Cleary or Hines when, you know, 50,000, 60,000 of us have captained one yeah. of them oh. to dance across the field, beat, like, two defenders. Yeah. What are they smoking? He, out, like he, he burnt two players. When people ask me what, what I, why I prefer Supercoach to NRL Fantasy, I say I love that tri-assists are very subjective in the sense that it goes to the player who deserves it the most, whereas NRL Fantasy, great game as well, but it's just tip-on. So just, I don't feel go, points go to the most deserving player a lot of the time. That one was an NRL Fantasy one where it just tipped on from Aitken and he went to him. I was like, oh. Mm. Anyway, to his credit... 
Katoa, he did a job for me. 47, I needed to play him last week because of issues elsewhere. So Katoa, be finally looking to move him on to Dylan Brown at this stage. I'm keen to get in for that buy coverage. Bottomed out in price, scoring well, good draw. He just looks good to me. Ellie Katoa, also someone who's going to have to go now. <sighs> Got to work out who to, and boy, is the, the peach. Yeah, the peach. <laughs> He's coming. <laughs> the peach v the Tigers. And then if Nick, if uh, Nathan Cleary wasn't laid out as well, just play the peach. Play the peach for his ton. <laughs> so, look, this could, as I said, big day today. Still need to sit back and assess a few trade plans, but looking like maybe the peach. I, I sort of had the goals written down a little bit just as a, an option at 2RF, but I don't really like him. I'm thinking the peach could be the play. So, we'll see. But you had a few beers when you were thinking oh, about the goals. <laughs> the goals. Oh, too many. Oh, God. Skippers this week. Now, this is an interesting one. Does he, if he's playing Nathan Cleary against the Tigers, looks too good to be true, but might not be goal kicking. You know, maybe Cogger comes onto the bench as well. Look, they've got Peachy at centre. So if they play him there, there's every chance that if they want to rest Cleary early in that game due to a groin, whatever it is, maybe he shifts into the halves. I, I don't know. But Cleary looks the one, but there is some doubt around him playing this week. Do you just go straight Nico on Thursday night? What are you thinking? I don't think you do. Um, yeah, I couldn't do it on a Thursday. I'm just I'm too superstitious with Thursday games. It's really hard to to captain someone on Thursday for me, but I can see why you do it with Hines. He's scoring 100 every week effortlessly. So, um, yeah, I think I'll, I'll stick it on Cleary. But, you know, the safety against the Tigers, you, we saw it last week, Turbo got 37 or whatever he got. Jeez. Is it that safe? I mean, it is for Cleary, though. You'd expect Cleary gets 100 in his sleep, so... Like, he could play 40 minutes to be on 100 at halftime. Yeah. What do you reckon, Ads? Well, how how solid is this male that he's in doubt? Cause oh, the, very the, weak. The guru very had weak. half the team out, and they were all named. So I know. You I, were talking to the guru at that time. Was yeah. He, does he have some inside male? He's an interesting male? cat, the guru. Yeah. Is he just making shit up? Yeah, uh, just making <laughs> shit up to, to benefit his, his draft team, probably, more than anything. The, 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 the bloke is playing in draft today in Cleary, and he's just... He's, he's, he's sending off, like, hundreds of thousands of followers of his just to win his draft game. Um, but yes, again, so like we keep saying it, but watch for news throughout the week around Penrith, around a lot of different things. Tommy Turbo, what's happening? If Turbo's out, does Gay go to fullback? So. Because if Cleary plays, you've got to captain him yeah. down. You're like, yeah. Cleary against Tigers. No offense, Tigers fans. Like, mm. That's a dream matchup. But if he, equally, if we don't find that out until after Thursday and Nick has already played, then it limits our. Limits are options. Then I'm probably looking at someone like Tedesco against the Warriors, which yeah, I'd, Teddy I'd, or you know, Joey Manu is the other yeah. one that you could flip. Whereas to I'd him. rather I'd rather have Hines as my captain than Teddy. Yeah, but maybe for me, Teddy is a good um, point of difference. I, I don't know, but but obviously, if, if Cleary plays, Cleary is my captain. Like if it was, let's say there was talk around Cleary and, and it heightened a little bit that he was going to be rested, maybe, and you went Nico and he got his tunnel, whatever he's got, irrelevant, and then it got to Saturday and Cleary is playing. Oh my God, that'd be a horrific watch. Yeah. And the other thing is, is he goal kicking? Like I don't, I don't, because I, I was on a plane where I was come back from South Africa when they played. Why, why didn't he goal kick? He hadn't niggled, did he? That's that's where this has really come from. So Cleary didn't goal kick. Bit of a niggle. Does he sit out against the Tigers? I like. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Time will tell. But yeah, look, I'm with you, boys. I'm leaning towards just hoping Cleary. And then if that doesn't come off, I'd play. Skipper, probably Joey Manu or potentially Teddy if he was to come in. I'd probably go Teddy if he was to come you in. You wouldn't go Hines on Thursday? No interest? 
Heaps of interest, but as I said, I just want Cleary v the Tigers. It could be a week where a lot of teams could VC loot this week because a lot of teams might be down to 17 players. Yeah, happy days if so you've got the loot. loop loop Nico on Friday and then it could even be then one of your trades is enough, like enough someone out to... Yeah. If he, if he went big on... If he went 150 or something. Yeah, but... Mm. Yeah. Tough week. Boys, a few questions then. We will wrap it up for this week. Question from Jake Duffner. Does having a halfback or 5'8 plus a fullback from the same team hinder points too much? I.e. Hines and Kennedy at the Sharks or Manu and Teddy at the Roosters? What do you reckon, Ads? And, like, you probably go one more, than a step further than that. Say, look, what if you had a, a 1, a 6 and a 9? Is that something you've ever considered, like, players taking points from each other or not? Not too much. I think the bigger issue this year would be the buys and whether the... Yeah. All of those players missing in the same week of a bye hurts you. So that would be my – particularly in those positions when you're talking about you've only got two full-backs, two mm. half-backs, two five-outs, two hookers. So, so that, that's what would worry me more than them taking each, points off each other in a game. And if, if you did do that, they'd have to be in a top team like the Storm or something yeah, like Yeah, like a Grant and a Munster or something. Like that's not going to worry you like too right much. Right now, Munster, Meany and Grant all punched out well, close to hundreds last night. I think they, 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 they nearly all turned last yeah, night. Yeah, and, and that didn't look like – that couldn't happen again like that. They did that pretty easy. So yeah, I, I think it's it's fine to to have numerous players from that side. Two absolutely is fine, and you're right. The only thing to be aware of is the buyers. So if you've got three, if when you're you want to bring something, just check when they have that buy to make sure you're not too far off it. Desi Dylan Curran thoughts on getting Luke Keary over Dylan Brown without Walker. Keary's constantly getting the ball in his hands and could be a good pod. Scored well on the weekend. He's very cheap. Five eight's a pretty tough position at the moment. Could he entertain that? I don't know. I, I feel like you probably need Dylan Brown pretty soon. I think you're, you're jumping on him this week, Timmy. I am looking to, yes. Yeah. I, I need to strengthen that 5'8 position. I just don't think, yeah, halves is the position, or 5'8 specifically is the position to pot up on this season. It just doesn't feel like it. It feels like Monster is getting the most value. If you pay up for him, you're going to get the most points there. If you pay... 600 odd for Dylan Brown you're going to get 60 every week there so plus buy coverage yeah plus plus buy coverage I, I just don't think Kiri's ever shown enough to match that I think Brown's the buy Kiri's and they don't have a good buy <coughs> buy coverage mm. the Roosters I'd rather Cody I mean I know he's a lot more expensive than Cody Walker's the other one who's got a sweet draw plays 13 that period and they play some soft opponents yeah throughout that period like unfortunately he's now expensive so we missed him but I, I think Cody Walker and Dylan Brown are the two through that period Luke Keery, that's a pass for me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully a bit cheaper by that point. Uh, Cody Walker, Freddie non-Cody Walker owners. Wade Spear, can you run Garrick as your second fullback to beef up other positions? Now, that's a, a fair question. Not ideal because we want two-gun fullbacks, but look, particularly if it's a one-week play, there are lots of really good CT dubs available. We're all struggling a little bit with fullback. If you need to do it this week... Desi, could you shift Garrick back to fullback for a week with an eye to obviously getting your two gun fullbacks, or do you just need him at CT dub? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah, it really depends if <laughs> if you want to run with a guy like Tedesco, or you want to take a, a flyer on someone like I don't know Sivo instead. The same similar price. So I don't know. I think I'm always going to take Tedesco like a fullback. Um, there's just no point putting Garrick down there. I don't think. I think fullback's too high a ceiling position to mark around with. Just get the get the best guys in, yep. and then play musical chairs with the position over over the buy period. Ads question from I'm going to start with a statement from Mike Rokey as well. I bring him up every week because he asks good questions, so that's always a prerequisite of getting onto the questions segment. 
Supercoach fun fact, he tweeted to the SC player crew today. The highest scoring Tigers player overall so far is 103rd in, of all players. Said player, he's Luke Brooks. That's tough going. Yeah, I wonder who's second then. That's, um, well, IPAP's averaging pretty well, but he <coughs> might have missed a few games. So I, I, yeah, haven't, that's, I haven't verified this at all, obviously. So, But I know that Mike's a good fella and I trust him with my life, So, <laughs> despite having never met him. Yeah, they're having a rough year, aren't they, the Tigers? They're, they're so, due for a win. They, they, were, they were bloody close on the weekend. So he's averaging 59 IPAP. Luke Brooks is averaging... 52 but has played an extra game so he might have snuck in you're the actuary mate so that yeah math that'd, that'd probably get him there yeah but yeah. He, look he's actually he gets okay from a super coach point of view luke brooks like because at least he runs the ball and he's averaged over 54 the last five years from memory but yeah um yeah no it's it's a grim season for tigers and super coach and his question mate what do we think of you and aitken as a trading option plays round 13 and 14 dolphins attack looks pretty good i mean Probably limited ceiling-wise, but, I mean, he's scoring well. He's averaging enough. 60, negative 11 break-even, 600K. Two tries last two weeks for 91 and 99. So the dual position's handy. Better yeah. options? Yeah, I think there's, I, I think you're chasing the points from the last two weeks. But, again, I'm, I know the Dolphins are playing great, and they've actually been an awesome story, mm. but I'm still not sure I want to be doubling down on them for attacking players. Yeah. But, you know, but you and I got that wrong. Earlier in the year with Hammer and Asako, so I brought in the Hammer, mate. So yeah, so I've got I got it very wrong there. Yeah. <laughs> so look, no, six hundred k. I won't be bringing him in. I just don't think there's enough ceiling there. But four scores, four of eight scores under forty three. Yeah. That's a, a pretty big sample size. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a, sample size. I'm not an actuary, yeah. but that is approximately fifty percent of his scores under forty three this season. Yeah. And I don't like those stats. No. Uh, Desi, Cameron Haynes, is Sean Lane a good pod move? Plays major buy around, good upcoming run, Lane and Maddo. Sorry, that part two was my question. Sean Lane, pod move, and part two of it, asked by me, if you had to go Lane or Maddo, who would it be? It's a tough one. That really is a tough mm. one because obviously Sean Lane's a good, good buy. Is he a pod move though? Like, I feel like so many people will jump on Sean Lane very soon. It'll be a pod move at the moment, but by round 13, people will probably load. The yeah. other thing we need to consider with Parramatta players, they play three major buy-ins. They have the buy in round 14, so you can't overload with them. Mm. Mm. But at the same time, yeah. All right, give me one, Lane or Maddo? Uh, lane. Ads? Uh, I've got Lane in my draft side, which I was very excited about getting him in when he came back, but he, he actually hasn't looked... That threatening since he's been back, I don't reckon. So he's going to get cheap. But if I had to say one, I would say Maddo. He didn't look great on the weekend, but that's where the appeal is. A couple no. games back from injury, yeah, Lane. He scored 65, 49 in base, was offloading. Like, once he does get that match fitness back and starts mm. looking all right. I want him to do well because of my draft side. So. Yeah. But, but he's going to go down in price, isn't he, surely? Yeah. Another one, Lyle Ald. Uh, we're talking about front row forward cheapies. Is Harm Sele a no-brainer downgrade from Stefano or is it not worth the trade? Probably one for you, Ads. I mean, in the sense that he's someone that you'd consider terrific on the weekend. The issue is that Totola's back. So he's 365k, break-even 15, 58 in 50 minutes on the weekend with 56 in base. The issue is Totola's back, four forward bench. I don't know if he gets 50 minutes again. Yeah, so I think the question was, is he a no-brainer? 
I don't think he's a no-brainer. No. Is like, he a genuine is, option there? Is he an option? Maybe. But I, I'd probably, if I was going to do that, I'd, no, I'd, I think I'd think again and not do it myself, even though he's, he did play well. I just, my, my problem is, is he a guy I want to be starting every week? And I just think I, I, I could fast forward two or three weeks and suddenly regret having him there. Uh, so I'd probably rather just have two guys. I'd be more happy to just sit there and, like a Welsh, you can just sit there and, you know, he's okay. Yeah. It's fine to go. Sello, you don't know with that rotation, players coming back. And, and Desi, one in the exact same mould, to be fair, from Cairnham, Tola Sipley. What are your thoughts on him? Two games, played 43 and 44 minutes, scores of 51 and 63, 42 in base in that time, 358k, maybe. <coughs> I mean, the numbers are good. Does he maintain I mean, those minutes? <laughs> I'm not sure, to be completely yeah. honest with you. But, yeah, if, if he does, I think that's closer to a no-brainer, 358k. Great PPM. He does keep it, yeah. Jeez, he's going good. Just yeah, but is he, is he, has he done something different? Like, look at the last two years. He hasn't done that the last two years. Like, why has he done that? Has he got any attacking stats in there or is it base? It's base. I oh, know. It's, Pretty it's, well all base. Yeah. Yeah, so I think a few tackle breaks, offloads. So maybe, but there's risk in it, isn't it? He could be a front row forward plotter. I don't know. I don't know. I'd... Uh, lucky last question from Matt Dangerfield. Is it time to drop Marnie? Thinking about starting Tanner Boyd or picking up Jake Granville. Desi, you'd think yes, but as we spoke about before with Hooker, who do you move to? Would you be getting rid of Marnie? You know what? I probably wouldn't at this point. I mm. think he's probably dropped enough cash. He's kind of on par with, you know, Jeremy Marshall King and... Um, down to 539k. Yeah. Two just... bludges in a row, but... I just wouldn't do it. I, I think he's, he's had so many negative points over his last few games. Yeah. If he cuts down on those negatives, then he'll get back to scoring 60, 70 points and no one will be whinging when they earn him. Yeah, Dogs have got a decent draw coming up. He plays two with the buy rounds. <laughs> like, I, I think he's a hold if you've got him. I, I've got him, so I'm, I'm stoked to have him this week. I think he's, if you've got him, why would you sell him this week? Like, Teams are struggling for a hooker. This is not the week to sell. Mm. Harry Grant's on the buy, then Origin coming up. Damien Cook, Origin risk. You know, Reese Robson not going great. I know Cheese's minutes are an issue at times. Played good minutes on the weekend, but no one really stands out, no. do they? So I don't think this is the week. Anyway. Anyway, boys, we'll wrap that up for NRL Supercoach Round 9, the SC Playbook Podcast. Desi, thank you very much, mate. Done well off the back of a big Anzac day. Cheers, boys. And cheers, ads. Thanks, fellas. Cheers, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 